0: I'm Ruth Banshaw and welcome to my writer podcast This Now, in which I share pieces of my work that I hope will help you make the most of whatever season of life you're in. In this episode you will hear vaguely Christmas-related poems, including some of my previously unpublished work, a prose piece called God With Us, which talks about my take on what Emmanuel really means for us in our real lives, and which during the live stream I mistakenly said was from my forthcoming book. I'd forgotten that I decided to take it out and use it elsewhere, so I apologise for that. There will be some more for news. If you'd like to play along with the scale of Santa's game, you will find a link to the graphic in the description. And you will hear me attempting to sing. Good luck. This episode is mostly light-hearted and festive, but it is touched on God's faithfulness, the deeper meaning of Christmas, and the serious issue of homelessness. This episode was originally recorded as a live stream on Facebook and YouTube, which went out on the 2nd of December 2021. Welcome to episode three. Hello folks. Can you hear me folks? I've actually got an actual microphone now. Okay. Welcome to this now. Third this now. I named it after my poem, This Now, and it's basically about... Trying to make the best of whatever season of life we're in. I'm making an effort to be a bit festive because, like, Christmas is coming and there won't be another one of these till after Christmas. So, behold the tinsel. And we will have in the next half hour or so author news, uh, some of my newer material, readings from my existing book, and also from my forthcoming book, Finding Your Wings. And I also need to mention that beginning in January, I will be doing these on the first Thursday of every month rather than the Wednesday. So we'll see how that works out. Right. So my first item is a poem called The Turn of the Year from my book, which is about that week that comes between Christmas Day and New Year's Day, which I always feel is... It it feels liminal, like it isn't part of the year before or the year that's coming, like it's a time unto itself. I don't have very many actual Christmassy poems, so I thought I would try this one. Okay. The Turn of the Year. With Christmas Day over, yet new year not come, a quiet falls on me to which I succumb. A pivotal moment when things become clear the stillness that lies at the turn of the year. It's such a brief season when time seems to pause and soon a new annum will open its doors. Yet always I feel I can catch my breath here, this moment of still at the turn of the year. A time to assess things, a time to reflect, to sit back and wait for the dots to connect, take stock of my choices, perhaps shed a tear this moment of still at the turn of the year. I gain some perspective. I see there is scope to enter the future with courage and hope. New insight, new promise, a new course to steer, I find in the still at the turn of the year. My Saviour was with me through all that has passed. He still will be with me from first to the last. Whatever the challenge beyond that frontier, he'll go with me still past the turn of the year. Paula, hello Paula, thank you so much for showing up, it's lovely to see you in the comments, I can't actually see you in person obviously, anyway. Right, all the news, as of January, this now will be on the first Thursday of the month, but still at the same time. Also, I'm going to be starting to release the audio versions of this now as a podcast, as soon as I can manage that. I'm going to try and get sort of one out a week to catch up. To where we are now so hopefully by the end of the year they'll all be out and then in January I'll start trying to put them out within a week of the actual live stream so we'll see how that goes um it's just possible my Patreon might get started before the end of the year as well but I make no guarantees and uh, Finding Your Wings my 4th book I'm now trying for February 2022 that is the Cover for my forthcoming book, Finding Your Wings A Christian Guide to Healing from Romantic Rejection and Heartbreak. I will do a couple more poems now. Okay, moving right along. The next poem is just a haiku, which I wrote actually a few years ago. Benediction. A pale gold haze, light falls like a benediction on the morning frost. With hakus, I like to work with the idea of capturing a vivid moment in time. So that's what it was. It was just a lovely, beautiful moment with the winter sun slanting and stuff. And I wanted to capture that. The next one is one of my recent poems. But it's about something that happened about 20, 25 years ago. It's something that I still regret, it's a serious one, but I think it's something worth saying. And if my sister ever sees this, she will probably say about the title, If Meatloaf Wrote Poems. Anyway, to the young woman with the recorder in Lincoln in December in the cold. I remember you. I remember how you sat huddled in a doorway. Your grey parker clearly not keeping out the cold. I remember how my companions critiqued and criticised your performance and seemed not to notice how your hands shook with the cold. I remember how my heart went out to you, but my body failed to move. I remember how much I wanted to talk to you, to help you, to touch your world with a little kindness and compassion, a little human warmth but I left you in the cold. I remember how I was afraid to stand out, to be mocked, to be despised. So I walked on with them and left you in the cold. And in the end, my cowardice was the coldest thing of all. So, not the cheeriest poem, but I think it's important. And since that time, whenever I see... homeless person I do try always to at least say hello and just show them that it's like sometimes we forget that they're human or we maybe don't forget but we don't want to make the effort to show that we know that they're human and let's just say it's a mistake that I have tried very hard not to repeat since anyway more cheerfully I think I will read the extract from my book next. I did write this about Christmas, and it's about the meaning of Christmas. And it's about, well, I will read it, and then you'll find out what it's about. Hello, Hi So glad you could join us. Okay, this is the cover of my forthcoming book, Finding Your Wings, which I'm now trying to get out in February next year. This is called God Withers. A few years ago, the meaning of Christmas came home to me in a new way. A way that, in a sense, goes beyond the knowledge that God came to earth as a human being. Though I don't mean to diminish the enormity of that for a moment. That alone was a staggering thing for him to do. But that alone was not enough for him. His love demanded more. God became a human being and lived a genuinely human life. He showed that it can be done right. Then he chose to die a horrible death, carrying the guilt of all our wrongdoing, so that we wouldn't have to. And then he rose from the dead, proving that even death itself had no power over him. Staggering, awesome, life-changing stuff. But even that wasn't enough for him. His love demanded more. Isaiah's prophecy about Jesus calls him Emmanuel in Isaiah 7 verse 14, which means God with us. It's this God with us that has taken on a new and deeper meaning for me. We know it means that God came fully inside human experience, but I believe it goes even deeper than that. God with us, God with us, coming inside human experience was not enough for him. He comes fully inside our individual experience, right here, right now. When Jesus sent the Comforter, the Holy Spirit, God came to make his home with us, John 13, verse 23. That means God coming inside our lives, our real lives. That means God coming inside all our personal troubles and woes and struggles. Coming inside our whole experience of living. When we hurt, he doesn't just sympathise, though of course he does that too. He feels that hurt, but he also lives through it with us. There are lots of songs about God watching us or looking down on us, and that's true, and many of them are great songs. But it's only a piece of the truth. It's not just God above all my hopes and fears, though I love that song. It's God inside all our hopes and fears. It's God living through that with us. It's not just God looking down on our storm, it's Jesus in the boat with us, feeling the lashing of the wind and the rain. It's Jesus walking on the sea and reaching out to save us when we begin to sink. When God asks us to endure things in this life, it isn't just on the basis of what he did for us 2,000 years ago, although the immensity of that alone cannot be properly put into words. It's on the basis of what he's doing right now. Because he doesn't just ask us to endure those things, he endures them with us. Much of the material in this chapter originally appeared as a blog post. And at the time when I wrote it, a friend and I had just been talking about how we had lost faith in one day. Lost faith in that unspecified future time when everything gets better. But Jesus is with us now, in this day, right in the thick of it, inside it. Right in the middle of the hurt and confusion, God is with us. He's experiencing that too. I may not be able to see one day with any clarity, but I can believe in this day. For me, this is a huge and vital part of the meaning of Christmas and Easter and the coming of the Holy Spirit. That Jesus went through all that not only to save us from our sins and from our sinful nature, Even the enormity of that undertaking was not enough for him. His love demanded more, the restoration of full communion with us. He suffered for us, partly so that he could go on to suffer with us. He wanted to come close to us in our sufferings, so close that he partook in them, so close that these sufferings too. I believe that this is what he means when he says in John thirteen twenty seven that he leaves his peace with us. He leaves himself with us through the Holy Spirit. With us. This is not as the world gives. How could it? Only God himself can come that close to any of us. Only God can give himself so completely. Only God can come inside. This is why our hearts don't need to be troubled or afraid. This is the wonderful togetherness with himself and the Father through the Holy Spirit that he promises us. We will never be left alone again, not ever. There are no words to describe the staggering grace of all this. I could pile it high with adjectives and superlatives and it wouldn't make a dent. What did I ever do that the perfect king of the universe should come inside my little life in that wonderful way? What could I ever do to repay it or make it worth his while? The answer to both questions is, of course, nothing. But incredibly, he thinks it is worth his while. The grace of God is just so big. The more we learn about it, the bigger it gets. And there's always more to learn. Thank you is a woefully inadequate phrase with which to respond to all this. But it's the best one we've got. Okay. Right, ladies. We can still play that game if you like. So, on a scale of Santas, how are you feeling about Christmas? I think I'm probably somewhere between three and four. Sort of quite cheerful about it, but also slightly daunted. Ike is a five. Is that sort of feeling stern or facing up to it bravely? Paula is it two? Oh good, I'm glad you're feeling happy and cheerful about it. I hope you enjoy every moment. Ooh, okay. Well, I'll just go quickly over the author news again, I think. As of January, this now will be the first Thursday of every month, but still at the same time. I'm going to be releasing audio versions of this now as a podcast as soon as I can. It's just possible my capture might get started this year. And finding your wings is now February, God willing. Paula says, so which am I? I'm at somewhere between a three and a four. Sort of tentatively cheerful, but slightly daunted as well. So, little surprise. A few years ago, I rewrote Santa Baby to my own personal specifications. And I thought it might be a laugh if I tried to actually sing it for you. <laughs> so <clears throat> we'll see how that goes. Feel free to join in on the badums if you feel like it. I haven't warmed up my voice at all. <laughs> <clears throat> Ba-dum, ba Santa baby, just stick a pizza under the tree for me. I've been a really good girl, Santa baby, so hurry down the chimney tonight. Ba-dum, 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 ba-dum Santa buddy, I'd like the full, complete Doctor Who, brand new. I'll wait up for you, dude, Santa Buddy. So hurry down the chimney tonight. Ba-dum, ba-dum, da-dum, ba Dudum ba Think of all the fun I've missed, and think of all the people who I've never dissed. Next year I can be just as good if you'll check up my Christmas list. ba-dum, ba-dum Santa Buddy. I'd really like the latest Mac Pro, you know. I've been a sweetie all year, Santa buddy. So hurry down the chimney tonight. Ba-dum, 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 ba-dum. Santa matey, one thing that I could really espouse. A house down on the coast of Cornwall. (coughs) Santa matey, so hurry down the chimney tonight. Ba-dum, ba-dum. Ba-dum, 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 Santa Matey Just fill my stocking with all the books It looks like I can't really afford Santa Matey So hurry down the chimney tonight Ba-dum, 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 ba-dum Come and trim my Christmas tree Put it in a 40-acre library I really do believe in you now let's see if you believe in me, Boom, bottom, Santa Buddy, I've got to mention one major thing, please bring a TPG backstage pass, Santa Buddy, so hurry down the chimney tonight. hurry down the chimney tonight, bottom, hurry down the chimney tonight. Butum, ba-dum, ba-dum. Anyway, <laughs> I hope that was mildly amusing for somebody somewhere. Oh, thank you, Heike. That's very generous. <laughs> and that just about wraps it up for this session. Thank you so much for coming. Oh, I was going to say. My interview on the Coffee with Jesus podcast is still out there, if anybody's interested in viewing that and hasn't got round to it yet. Thank you, Heike. That's really kind. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Heike says, I really loved it, the benefit of the podcast later. I'm going to have to get used to doing that. <laughs> okay, another reminder that as of January will be the first Thursday of the month, not Wednesday and that my book is available for purchase at all good retail outlets (laughs) or you might have to order it from some of them but you can do that and certainly on all the internet places where you buy books again thank you so much for coming and i wish you all a very happy christmas and a lovely lovely day bye folks Hey, there you have it folks thank you so much for listening you'll find links in the description to the scale of Santa's game the live stream on both Facebook and YouTube and my interview on the Coffee with Jesus podcast if you're interested in finding out more about me and my work please follow the link to my website or check out my Facebook page I would really love to hear your feedback and any suggestions you have for future episodes of this now please let me know how I can serve you through this medium. Thank you again for being part of this. I really do appreciate you. Bye for now, folks. Have a good one.